Okay, man, I'm I'm ready to FM. You know, we didn't even get we didn't even get started. Hold on, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> audio rolling, video rolling. You ready? Yes, sir. This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform, where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most important, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Champagne, 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 yes. Champagne, champagne, Shout out to my dog, Easy E. Oh, man. Houston, Texas, 99 episodes later. We in here. 99 episodes too. later. My man Trey Rogers. We back, baby. What's Walk good? with us. Yo, I feel like 95. Houston, Texas, man. Welcome back to the 108th. I'm tripping. 105th. 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 Edition of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Um. What more can we say, man? What more can we say? Listen, uh, my name is John Ross Dyke the First. You can follow me on Instagram at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. My man's name is Trey Rogers. You can follow him at Trey Rogers on uh, on IG, right? All socials, man. T R E R O G E R S. Okay. Um, especially on streaming media, definitely right. search right. the kid over there. Right, right. And um, you follow me at uh, the. What's next pod underscore on IG? Uh, yeah, man. Why you following me, Trey Rogers? Uh, go and follow Redbird Music Group as no well. Doubt, no doubt. No um, doubt. Redbird is one word. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, no sir. doubt. Uh, stillvisionary.com for all the merch. Stillvisionary.com for all my information. Listen. Paper on request. Stuff it in the book. Suck it on the shelf. Let it marinate. And don't. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't cook yourself. Paper on request. Stuff it in the book. Yes. And don't come back until you need it. I've been waiting so long to get my man on the podcast. Let's go. Are you staying Phoenix? I live on the sun. If I tell a walk to me, baby girl, run. Big head dog looking for a side piece. Like, where's my gun? Big smoke. Politic and bigger heights with the kinfolk. They already know how the shit go. The bird is in curse of the brimlow. The plan is in motion. The hands over fist, ten foes. And the Chevy on my dip low. We come around like the wind blow. Tenant on the ops. Chino on the wheel. Had a summer on the ox. Easy on the cannon. Rocks in the cut. Juice fucking with the shots. Easy on the mat. Big slaps on the pop. Boys hate these days. Can't let a nigga knock. Gotta pull strings when you try to get a knot. I ain't worried about a drop. Nights on the climb when you headed for the lot. Sports in the top ten plays. 25 8. Used to go and get a bag every day. Play a pad, more space. Play me in the ear, more taste. Anybody um, man, <laughs> I think the uh, the line that, that threw me off. Um, I don't get to enjoy right my music all the time because right. I'm I'm looking at it as um as the person who produces it and right. creates it. So I'm trying to make sure it's a wellness check. I'm trying to make sure it's good. But when I have these moments and I listen back to it in a in a vibey moment and I hear stuff like. Gotta pull strings when you try to get a knot. Yeah. Um, very simple, very right. straight to the point, but right. prolific nonetheless. Right. Um, right. And I say that humbly, you know, right. straight up. Man, um, I'm glad to be back. back too, bro. I, ain't I was no gonna lie, say man. welcome back. <laughs> I'm glad to be back too, man. No lie. 
Listen, up. man, you have been you have been um ultra, ultra busy. Yes. Cause you know, the last time and listen, I wanted this podcast to be so organic, so I didn't even go back and listen to episode six that we did two years ago. Ninety nine episodes ago. I didn't even go back and listen to it. I wanted it to be um original. I wanted it to be, you know, authentic. True. And in the moment. Yeah. But um, you've been working so hard. Uh, bruh, uh, my dad used to tell me to keep my nose on the grindstone. And pretty much, I mean, it's just like with sports. You know, you read your own press clippings and you you cut your growth short. You cut mm-hmm. your potential short when you start to look at how well you're doing. So I try to stay in the vein of creation. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm never satisfied with this group of songs when I get this group of songs and it's like, I'm looking at it like, okay, are you getting better? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a constant battle with that. But at the same time, yeah, I've been busy um, mm-hmm. just trying to create and, you know, put that footprint in the sand of, you know, authentic, organic, true, you know, hip hop right. with the H town flavor. Right. Um, and I mean, it's been working. Right. You know, um, people are tapping in. Shout out to everybody that's doing that. Right. Um, y'all continue doing that. Um, and it's getting easier to talk about, like, how things are happening. Um, as you manifest, things happen. And I understand how people rap about, like, what they live. Mm. Um, it's a lot of cap nowadays. It's a lot of cap. Mm. And it's not me trying to knock anybody or saying anything about ambitious rap. Because I mean, I rap from an ambitious place, but at the same time it's not it's not excessive and it's not detrimental. Mm. So I basically write as a celebratory thing. You know, right. the 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 better life gets, the better the quality of life gets, the the better the bars can become. Right. So that's where the grind comes from. That's why I've been busy. Right. Um, Eric fun- and myself, we're trying to press the fast forward, but you know, right. we're trying to get that. We're trying to get over there. Right. So yeah. If you could define yourself in one word, what would it be? You know how many words came to mind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to say authentic. Authentic. Uh, and I say that because we live in a society where black men especially are basically put on this pedestal to where they can't feel a certain type of way or else it it takes away from your street cred or it takes away from your manhood some sort of way um and you can become like people can call you soft or any of that i feel like i'm authentic because i tap in with every single emotion i have Mm. whatever it is that i feel is what you get um and that's in any any phase of life any nuance of life like whatever i feel is what you get i'm not gonna fake happy i'm not gonna I'm not going to fake anything. And um, I feel like that is the word that describes me best to me. Um, Especially when I'm dealing with myself. When you look in the mirror, you cannot lie to yourself. If you decide to lie to yourself, you look up and you find yourself lost. You don't know what you're doing. So every day I try to look in the mirror and see the person that started on this journey. You know, and as long as I can do that, you know, that's all that matters. You know, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Um... I have an infatuation with your with your story, with your grind, with how you, you know, because we come from the wreck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
we like this is something we established in episode number six. We yeah. come from the wreck, and then we both went our separate ways. We come. Let me say this: we come from the towers. Yeah, and then we both went our separate ways, and you know we've kept abreast with each other throughout our process. Yeah, and you know when we were sitting talking in the marathon about um what you your the career path you decided to take on, I was like, man, I'm just super proud of you. We listen to Marathon and I'm expecting that to be on the project, but it's not. And then what I get on the project, I'm talking about vaulted ceilings. True. I'm like, this right here. We're going to play a record. Off. <laughs> We're going to play a record off of that later. But this right here, this is it. so much so that I wanted to sit and talk about the creation of that album. OK, but it's it, it. But, you know, for another time, this is so much more now yeah. because since then you dropped. Another project, G14. G14. You dropped another project uh, last Th- Monday. Three days at the watermark. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you've got so much work, man. Um, and I find myself wanting to just really say, listen, I, and I don't normally cuss, but I fucks with you. <laughs> I don't cuss on this platform. I fucks with you the long way because, fam, I've watched you grow in this craft of yours and you've done nothing but excel and get better. Man. Like I said, I mean, <laughs> listen, when we were talking earlier, I'm going to put that into the episode. We got to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that you know, that Diamond Chandeliers was, that's my record. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that record. Hey, man, you're not supposed to have favorites. You're not supposed to have favorite songs. You're not supposed to have that because they're all like babies. They're all like their own entity. Right. However, um, as I listen to Vaulted Ceilings from this far away from the release. Right. Diamond Chandeliers is one of those songs that not only shows me the hunger that I had then, right. but it allows me to see the life that we actually live in right now. It's like, bro, you said it, you manifested it, y'all doing it. Right. And I don't know. A lot of people connect with that song. Right. A lot of people connect with it. It's my personal favorite on Vaulted Ceilings. Probably I wouldn't give myself the tall task of uh putting my songs in like top 10 order and nothing like that. But that diamond chandeliers is definitely one of my favorites. Um, you know, from production to even the emotion. Nah, it's all good. I'm sorry, man. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) Listen, Houston, Texas, this is my man, Trey Rogers, man. Hey, we out here. The author of this record, man. And I just love this record so much. I've played this record on my podcast a few times. Hold on. Hold on. Dreaming about the S550. Shifting swiftly. Screaming fuck 12. Come get me. Dash 160. Boy, you killed this mug, man. Thank you. You killed this motherfucker. Oh. Listen, I'm dropping so many cuss words. I don't even normally cuss like this on a platform. And I noticed that, bro. Like, we, we free and clear right now. It's, we up. What's up? A lot of wrong turns trying to get us right. A lot. Imagine the sight. Oh. Imagine the sight. Oh my God. Rest in peace, baby D. Rest in peace. Listen, man. Um, you're three projects in. Three and a half. Because listen. Um. The one with Avalon Music, it'll lose me right now. The one with... Um, oh, Bigger. 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 The one uh, with Shannon on that we talked about in episode. Yeah, my first ever yeah. project. My my 
rain boots in, in the puddle. And you had you had the uh, clutch clutch city with E class. Clutch city with E class. It was uh, one of those things that uh, came about over time through a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew somebody that said, "Hey, man, like we really like your music. I think you should do this." Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, we were working with a couple of other people. You know, they lined it up. We shot a video for it. Everything. Um, the only thing about songs like that is that if the song, well, the song does have potential to die out because we all know with the NBA, mm-hmm. teams change every day. You mm-hmm. know, so um, now when I listen to that song, it's a whole new team. Like mm-hmm. I respect the bars and I respect the the sentiment being a son of Houston. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it just feel different now. We don't even we don't even got Ryan Anderson no more. Yeah. <laughs> Or Capella, or none of that. We ain't got none of them cats. Shout out to him. Yeah. What do you think people should take from your journey in this episode? There is no such thing as too anything. Um, there's no such thing as too old. There's no such thing as too young. Mm. It's no such thing as too late. It's no such thing as too early. Right. I think you just have to be in the the headspace to believe in yourself. Um, I was actually thinking about this earlier. Um I am a fusion of the advice. We are all a fusion of the advice that we receive and the advice we decide to take. So I am a fusion of, with my mom, you have, you can be whatever you want to be if you think you can be that. With my dad, you had, I don't really give a damn what you are as long as you are the best version of yourself Mm. and in that. You know, and you strive to be better than what I am and what I do. So there's determination and resilience. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to quit. And there's, I literally can do anything that I feel like I want to do. So I would just say that, you know, like people, bubble bur- bubble busters, they don't really exist. Right. If you decide to take that information that people give you, that, that, that hatred, you could... Spin that. Turn it into constructive criticism. I remember listening to Bigger, thinking it was the dopest thing I had ever put out. Get a comment. It says, hey, man, your production is trash, but your bars are solid. Mm. Bought the Ceilings comes out. We got a whole different project. Mm-hmm. G14 comes out. We got a whole different project. Three Days at the Watermark. <clears throat> Three Days at the Watermark comes out. We got a whole different project. And I just think the determination in trying to prove people wrong it just caters to those things. So right. there's no such thing. It's too late, man. It, you can do whatever you feel like you want to do at any given time. Right. You know, that's how we see 60-year-old college freshmen. And, mm. um, I don't know. 60-year-old fitness instructors. Right. And this lady has six kids, you know, stuff like that. So you can do whatever you feel like you want to do. You know, um, I can help. But to find an allure in something and talk about it. And you are one of those, your, your, your creation, your artistry, your music is one of those allures that I talk about. And I, I'm so grateful that you just said it's never too late because I think that some people actually believe that we are past that point. To oh, make yeah. It. Yeah. You see it all the time. You, you get people that are basically stuck in this cookie cutter style of life that they have. And because they decided that their dreams were past its 
time of conception, they decided to look at everybody else's dreams in the light of, oh man, right. you didn't, you've passed the threshold for that. Right. Um, <laughs> that's so funny to me. Right. Um, if you lost your right arm. Right. You got to learn to write with your You got to learn to write with your left. left. I mean, if most of us drive with our, I think, I Right foot. I drive with my right foot. Right. If I lost my right foot, I would have to learn how to drive with my left. It wouldn't be one of those situations where I could just stop. Right. So. How does that equate to this? It equates to this because people have a tendency to tell you what you can or what you can't do. And they limit, they limit you. They give you limitations. They give you borders. They give you glass ceilings. They give you all these different things. And on the back side of that, you really don't have to look at that like that. You don't have to trust that. Right. You know, you can you can ride with your own understanding and you don't have to listen to those naysayers. Right. You know? Right. Listen, man, um, you have records on here, constructive criticism. Yep. Yep. Uh LMDL. And I, again, I'm only talking about vaulted ceilings. I ain't even got the G14 just yet. Right. I think you're going to like a few things on there. No, no listen, I, I got G14 <laughs> on here right now. Yeah, I'm looking you know at what I'm saying? Sundays in Hennessy. That's that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Listen. I personally think that you are going to enjoy uh, the bookends for sure. You're going to enjoy Judgment Day in the balcony for facts. I already know that. Um, Levitation is another one that you're going to enjoy as well. When you did this, I said... This man right here is ready. Thank you to bro. make it. Thank you, thank you. Um, type of guy, uh, probably one of the. I guess you cause you could call it a diamond in the rough song. Right. Um, I really didn't. Damn, I'm really telling my business right now. <laughs> Um, pretty much Pretty much what happened was There's a situation In every single man's life Or almost single You know whatever it is You know your entanglement Your situationships Whatever they are But it's a time In those moments Where You moving the way you moving Is attractive to more than one person You know and you, you might be moving Kind of you know, you might be moving kind of crazy, moving a little crazy, well, right. fast, you know. Um, pretty much I had a situation where I was moving and I I swerved when I should have swung and it came back around. Basically, shorty telling me my business back to me, you know, mm. like, hey, like, don't play like that. Like, that, that was my cousin, bro. Mm. Like, like mm. type shit. But like, how was I supposed to know that? You know what i but, but that's me Once again Authentic um, You know I say that From a place of You know Having a girl now You know Like Disclosing that to her And like Letting her know The, the muses of some of these songs And actually like Hey like, Be in on it Like don't right. <laughs> Don't feel like It's hitting you in the face right. Like nah Like this is what happened This is what that song is about It's not current It's not about you Like you You good You straight so your, your chick now listens to everything? Uh, man, I would be, I'm not like gassing this at all. She know my bars better than me. Mm. Like a lot of times when I'm listening to my music and it's just on, like I might rap it in show form. 
So I rap it as and skip words, almost as if I'm rapping a show track. But she'll correct me on like small nuances. Like you said, and you didn't say the or mm. um, what did you say? Or this is what I heard. Like it's different, you know. It's it's cool having somebody in your corner that supports you too, somebody that's willing to, you know, basically be cocky for you. You know, mm. so that's cool. Is that's that key different. for you? No, it's not key. Um, for me, at the end of the day, I I rather be. How can I say this? I would rather my woman be able to, you know, just support what I'm doing. You know, you don't necessarily have to, you know, blow it up and gas it. But when I bring these ideas to you, when I bring my most naked versions of myself to you with these recordings, um, I just ask for your truest and honest, most honest opinion. That's all I really want from you. Hold on, fam. I said this man is a student of hip hop. With this next segment, y'all, hold on. Shout out to Easy, you know, that, that person that's sitting in the studio listening, um, just giving different, like, points, like, just being a student of music himself. Um, so a lot of times I'm sitting up there writing or I'm sitting up there, I'm, I might be recording. And he'll come back and be like, hey, bro, I just heard this. Try this. See how it sounds. See how you feel about it. Sometimes, for the most part, like, right off rip, like, I'm apprehensive. I'm like, uh. And then I think about it. Like, we've done this time and time again. Like, there's a formula mm. to Red Bird Music Group. So mm. I go in, I try it. It comes out like that. Right. And, um, I mean, LL Cool J doing it. It's one of my favorite songs, um, especially coming up. It was like one of them first songs that was like risque. Mm. I, I won't say risque, but like I was young listening to different types of music. Right. I remember being young as hell listening to do it, uh, doing it and seeing that video and Baby Girl was crazy. Um, just being able to recall that and put that in my music and pay homage to you know, one of the forefathers and still be able to like etch my foot in the, in the sand. Like that's, that's an amazing feeling. You know, one thing that I, when I was listening to Vaulted Ceilings back in the day, after we did the podcast, I think it was a year after. And I was, I was really running to it. I was at Memorial Park and I was running to it and I had to stop because I was thinking I was, I want to ask him this and I want to ask him this and, and the production and the lyrics and all of that. But one thing that I just absolutely admire about your lyrics is this. I listen to a lot of Houston music. But I have not heard anybody be as descriptive about our city as you are. Yeah. You when I talk when and, and the reason why I say that is because that's one of the reasons why I really fell in love with listening to Nas. Because Nas is super descriptive when it comes to talking about Queens and New York and his music. Man. And I said, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, you know, Raj and I, we like the same type music. And, you know, you said in one song you were like, uh, drop the Addy. I can slide through at the Gallo. And I was like, listen, anybody who's listening to this outside of Houston knows exactly these places that he's talking about. 
Mm-hmm. I love that aspect that you describe the city in your music because it means that you are painting pictures yes. as to the locale of what our city looks like. Yes. And I thought to myself, I said, man, listen, I think you're a dope MC. I go down with that. I think that you're a dope MC and that even makes it even more doper to me that I can listen and close my eyes and see Houston in your lyrics. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I truly appreciate that. Um, The one thing that I've always wanted to do, especially because of the way that they try to pigeonhole us in the music that we make. If you go anywhere else in the world, you mention Houston, they're going to give you the Wikipedia playlist of what we have, you know. Um, And we got a pretty dope uh, set of legends here. Right. That have provided us with a pretty good body of work for right. music. Right. To follow Facts. up, you know, to be inspired Facts. by. However, I always wanted to be distinctly Houston in a different way. Mm. Like, I hey, I don't have a slab. I want one. Mm. Because I'm from here. Mm. I want people to understand the nostalgia and the affinity towards that. So mm. the way you have to paint these pictures is it's almost like you're selling it to them. Mm. Like, hey, this is how we ride. This is what our Sundays look like. Mm. It's, hey, mm. your $100,000 car, my $100,000 car might look totally different. Mm. You mm. know? Mm. Um, mm. I want to come back to the point you said um, you're never too old, it's never too late. So, what happens when you get in? For me, what is the ultimate goal for you if you're never too old and you're never too late? And then you eventually get in. What is your ultimate goal with the music? I think my ultimate goal with the music is just being able to connect with the audience of ambitious people that believe that it's never too late. Um, And allow that to be a gospel that is spread. Um, Also, you know, I mean. Speaking on that, that's I think that's why I connect with you. So yeah. much. Yeah. Because, um, for because you know, what you have managed to do in the last three years, three and a half years, you would think that you were doing it your whole life. Hey. Uh, it's just, it's a passion. Uh, it's a passion. I look back at every important turn in my life and music somehow, in some way, shape, form, or fashion played a part in it. Um, I remember where I was the first time I heard Never Change. Mm. Um, by Jay. I remember the mm. first time I heard one mic. Mm. And um, you know, certain like moments of hardship and certain songs that get you through these harder moments in life. So what can I say, brother? Um definitely want to connect with people that understand and believe that it's more to life than what people just tell us that we're supposed to have. Mm. Um I want you to feel the same way about your life that I feel about mine. So ultimately with this music, I want to create a better environment for people that are trying to make something of themselves and kind of draw us away from the crab in the bucket mentality. Because a lot of times, I mean, excuse me, sorry about that. But a lot of times what ends up happening is that like people want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. Mm. So, Here comes the side comments like, oh, man, I see you with your little record label. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I see you put out your little project and stuff like that. I see you with your little podcast. Mm. You know? and, and they say stuff Hold like on. that. Shit. 
Yeah, mm. most definitely. They they give mm. these sideways compliments that really come off as, I wish I could be doing more. Mm. And you got to be connected to yourself to understand that. But I want to get us away from that. Furthermore, I want to do different with this rap money. Like, I want to use my God-given talent to get me some capital to corner these markets that we should have been cornered already. There's no reason why with black women being the number one race of people, the number one species that uses nail shops, spas, stuff like that, we should have been cornered that market already. That should be a black run industry. However, we haven't like looked into that. So um, my dad always told me that you got to spend money to make money. Um, you also got to take some risk. Right. So I think that's something I want to do. Um, I also want to look into, uh, and this is something new. I didn't really notice this. I want to look into childcare. Um, I've seen countless situations where young women and young men, they make rash decisions or stupid decisions just based off of what they have or what they don't have. Right. You know, it's maybe if you had somebody to watch your kid, you know what I'm saying? You can comfortably go and get a job that's, or find an endeavor that's going to pay you, you know, instead of, you know, taking these penitentiary chances. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. My man, Trey Rogers. Yeah. I'm reminded of this. <laughs> a long time ago. This was the start. Yeah. Shout out to our new engineer, Tez Lamont. <laughs> When you say new engineer, why you say that? Like at that? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm basically just saying like shout out to our new engineer Tez, um, because a lot of what we did in the beginning it was all in house, it was all DIY. I mean, from production to recording to arrangement to mixing, you know, mm. um, a lot of what we did was in house, like with our hands on it. So being yeah. able to uh, look at where we are now, we. You know, yeah, we of course we got the Ness, you know, of course we got the home studio, but now we got the Oracle Studios. Right. And we got Tez Lamont and Zeus, you know what I'm saying? Zeus Banner and, and Matt Almighty and Tracy Tho. You know, we got a whole like conglomerate. Like we have a team now. So it's just different. Just being able to look up and say, Oh shit, we got oh we got an engineer now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's way different. It feels good because once again, it makes you look around and see everybody else's push forward and climb and see like, oh man, damn, episode one hundred five. Yeah, running like marathon. One hundred five. Episode one hundred five. Houston, Texas. Go. Hey, you know what's crazy too, man? I remember uh. Uh, I was checking out one of the episodes, man. And I seen your brother on here, Bobby. Right. I hadn't seen, <laughs> I hadn't seen Bobby in so long, man. The last time I talked to him, I seen him. I think we was hooping or something for sure. Right. right for but, sure. You know, it's it's dope to see like pictures of healthy people and like, hey, man, he doing good. Mm-hmm. Like that's dope to see to me. Mm-hmm. So every time I link up with you, it's always a good feeling because you're always doing more and better than the last time I saw you. You know right. what I'm saying? You're still on the grind. You still right. Tapped in with the van is never too late. You know what right. I'm saying? I love that. I appreciate it. It's right. inspiring. Listen, man. Now comes the time. First of all, what song's on your mind? 
Uh, from let me go and cue mine up. My music or whatever, whatever, whatever's on your mind. Because for me, it's it's only going to be yours today. Only okay. going to be yours today. Um, it's actually actually kind of strange. Um, I'm dabbling in sampling nowadays. Doing a, a lot more sampling. Um, mm. And just playing around with different ideas of like modernizing like different sounds. So I've been listening to a lot of R&B. Mm. Um, been listening to a lot of LMA. Uh, mm. To be absolutely honest, what's on repeat right now is Jasmine Sullivan Hotels. Mm. That's what's on repeat right now, man. Yeah, uh, I actually just did a remix to uh, Price Tags. I might be putting that out, but then again, you know how it goes with copyrights. No and, you know, not owning the rights to the music, so... Right. Please, Jasmine, don't sue me. <laughs> you know, but I may do that. I might have to put it out. Jasmine Sullivan's uh, masterpiece, Mona Lisa, off of uh, off of um, the CD right before Hotels. Um, it was the one with the TV screen on it, yeah, right? Reality show. Yeah, yeah. That song right there. I listened to the, when I when I got back into that that album. I listened to that record twenty times straight. I think the song. I think it was mascara for me. Mm. Um. Yeah. Because she has a she I has a way. My head, of, my name. Yeah. Mm. She has a way of telling a story mm. that allows you to see the the messed up side of mm. womanhood. Like she paints that picture. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of our female artists they don't do that. They don't always paint the picture of the negative side of what they do. A lot of times it's just listen how we mess up and different yeah. stuff like that. And masterpiece for me was that. <laughs> When yeah. she was talking about, you know, building herself up, like, like, listen, I'm realizing that I am great as I am. I'm, yeah. I'm good as I am. I, I don't need that, you know, that kind of, I don't need to be a certain image to be perfect. I'm perfect the way I am. Right. Um, that's another reason why I appreciate her music as well. It's a lot of people that push the narrative that you don't have to be something that you're not to be everything you can be. Right. And, um. I feel like those of us that actually, once again, look in the mirror and see somebody that is going to approach everything head on and get it done, you know, because that's what they want to do. Right. That's easier for us, you know, right. but for most people, they, they don't have that, that, that resolve to actually love themselves. Right. So I appreciate Jasmine for that, for sure, for sure. This is the song that's on my mind right here. Listen. When I heard this the first time, I hadn't quite made it to Diamond Chandeliers, so this song I stayed on for a while. And um, I couldn't connect to it because I'm in a situation. Right. I'm married yeah. right here. Hold on. Mm. Hitting up your old chick me, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a certain fuel that you can get from your ex. Like, you don't, you don't always expect the conversation that you're going to get from him, you know? Uh, my ex was one of the main people leading the Roger Should Not Be Rapping campaign. Mm. Like, so, she was one of those, That's too. it's too late for that people. You know, so... Hitting her up throughout this journey has become more and more, I guess you could say, uh, emotionally fruitful. You know, um, 
when people close to you tell you something that you can't do, it stings a little bit more. Mm. So to take that fuel and then turn it into music that, excuse me, music that she loves and enjoys. Like that's, bro, you're doing it. Like you're doing it. And that's amazing to see. Like I said, I don't get it. A lot of times I don't get a chance to enjoy this. Right. Like, and these feelings are coming like right now in the moment. Like, wow. Right. right. Listen, let me get the next verse before I get into what I really want to talk about. You said you wanted this to be organic, right? Yeah. I really got to pee. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Where am I going? Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. We got you. We back. So, um, I look around the city, right? And, and more importantly... I look around the examples that are in front of me in terms of this artistry and I ask myself, um, how do you acquire more fans with authentic, authentic stuff at a quicker rate? How do you get fans to see your stuff and do what's natural? And that is to share it. Right. Right. Um, I equate consistent consistency with that. If people see me every week at a certain time, I'll grow, I'll build, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever. So I was thinking with the podcasting thing, I said, is there a way that I could do a successful podcast in under seven minutes or so? I've been thinking about that. How do I, how do I 
do a podcast in under seven minutes so that people can listen to it not once, but twice, maybe three times, four times, share it, share with a few people if it's dope. Right. And then I think about this music thing and, you know, um, I think about how music used to be in terms of getting an advance to be able to create a masterpiece that is an album and how we as creatives on the independent circuit have now put our own money into making albums. Most definitely. And so I asked myself, what is the infatuation with creating an album versus dropping singles sort of like a a Toby does, right? Because when I look at your, uh, when I look at Redbird gang group, it's a gang of group. Uh, well, Redbird Gang for 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 those that know us, you know, what right. I'm saying? but it's Redbird Music Group for sure. I look at y'all and you got. When I look at your videos, I'm like, man, you got the camera work. Shout out you to got, Easy. You Shout out to B Rock. You got the sound. You got the personnel. Y'all got the team. But um, I be wondering why 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 make albums in this time span when people are, are just trying to get when people are just putting music out like that fast. Today they put out a record. Tomorrow they put out another record. Wednesday they put out another record. Sunday they put out another record. Why Why wait so long to make, make an album? I mean, for me, just honestly speaking, half of this is for me. Right. Like, I want to be satisfied with what I listen to. Right. Like, I want to be satisfied with the body of work that I put out. I can't do that in one song mm. you know quiet as kept I don't even really like singles I know they right. they are a part of what we do however but I feel as if you become connected to an artist when they give you something that you can hold on to it's kind of hard to hold on to a single when you got everybody releasing singles but if you can give somebody a consistent body of work they can they can now trust you for the things that they have to do. Okay, Trey Rogers, he going to give me something to work out to. He going to give me something to ride to. He going to give me something to smoke to. He going to give me something to chill with my girl with. You know what I'm saying? He right. going to give me all of that. Right. I need to make sure that takes place. So, I understand people drop singles. Toby has the the following in the <laughs> the network to do what he does as well. Right. Um he did it correctly. His his rollout, his business plan, it was all the way together. His niche was all the way there. And I think he he can afford to do that. Like, that's right. what his niche is. Right. I personally feel like my niche is giving you a series of songs that creates a thesis for the moment that this project is what this is. Right. You know? Right. Because so, yeah. I, I, just, I just wonder why is it taking so long? And I understand because here it is. Here I am, I drop a podcast every week, and I know sometimes it could be extremely long, but oh, sometimes, man. like I say to people when they've asked, why is it so long? I'm like, you know, sometimes you really just can't rush what right. we want to talk about. What we it, It's got to evolve. It's got to become something in this podcast. I don't want to ever feel like when, when we hop on this podcast that it's boom, 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 and I'm rushing you. Okay, I got to get to the next question. I would rather sit here like we have been doing. Right. And vibe out to the records for me that just was like, man, this guy is really just ice water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 listen, when I listen to Diamond Chandeliers and I play it on a podcast, it's because I genuinely feel that this guy right here is just going. Yeah. And yeah. and with the right eyes. 
with the right eyes, with the right exposure, because I can only do my part. I can only say, hey, I know a guy. He raps. I know him personally. This is his record. Here it is. And I think I've done my part. Most definitely. Right. Most definitely. But um, I can't get away from thinking, why? Why is why does it take so long? Because for me, I thought that an MC that says I'm making an album, that's almost like um, a luxury. Oh, if yeah. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, to be absolutely honest with you, the whole the whole luxury of making an album is just that to have the finances or the resources to have studio time and right. have cover art and right. have rollout of, of promo visuals and videos and stuff like that. That is a luxury right. that most artists don't get. Right. E and I built this from the ground up. No doubt. With every person that is remotely involved. Right. Uh, we built it from the ground up. So you take that and you multiply that by the fact that I am one of the people that believes that you should never force music. Right. Never force it. And I feel like for me, that's what takes so long. That That's what takes so long. Like I refuse to put out music that I don't personally care for. Right. You know, if I don't feel a special like gravitational pull towards the song, like I will, I will have issues with it. Um, so I'm also the type of person that will change something. Like, hey, I don't mm. like that. I don't mm. like that. I don't like the way song number one clashes with song six. Let's snatch both of them shits off of there. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Um, Quiet as it's kept. Volume two has had four intros. <laughs> <laughs> we on the fourth one right now. Maybe it sticks. Maybe it doesn't. But yeah. um. I have a special affinity for my bookends, my intros, my outros. They have to feel a certain way to me. Right. So that's just one example of why it takes so long. It it literally has to be what you want because once you put it out, like it doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs mm-hmm. to the world to critique, to have, to live with, to do whatever they want to do with it, to criticize it, whatever. So you got to make sure that you give what you want people to have. Right. So Yeah. Three Days of the Watermark was $3.87 on iTunes. That's dope. Why that price? Probably because of the length. Okay. The length of the uh, project. It was uh, just an appreciation pack. It really wasn't supposed to be a project. It was just supposed to be, you know, this is, you know, a couple of things that I'm working on right now. Mm -hmm. Look Alive. We got volume two coming out soon. Right. So, you know, just something for the people that's rocking with us. Right, just still alive, still doing it. You had a record on here, ambitious gentleman. Shout out to my dog Buddy Row with the with the with the clutch feature. Right, and uh, talk walk me through that one because, like I said, I listened to it, but like I was telling you earlier, I it takes me some time to get to new music. I like to sit with um, the old music and write poetry to it. Just sit, let it play. Yeah. When I'm pressing T-shirts and stuff like that, if your album would be playing in the background. When I'm sometimes I'm up editing and I'm looking on the internet, your album is playing, and I like to listen to the That's old stuff. When people it. when people have moved off of it, I like to listen to the right. old records. Right. Right. Um, first and foremost, that's what keeps you in the moment. Like mm. That you can never really know where you're headed to if you don't truly canvas and understand where you came from. So right. That's that. But um, ambitious gentleman, uh, the hook. It's just about elevation. 
um, you know, they they say a hustler had an ambition. G's intuition. Um, <laughs> from paying tuition to proper treatment when they see the thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I feel like we've all been through that in certain ways, like. When we were in college and, you know, you go to Chili's or you go to any restaurant, and it's like, oh, hell, like, it's a group of college kids. I don't want to take care of them. Like, oh, man, black people don't tip. Like, uh oh. I'll let. To go into a restaurant now and they approach you is, oh, hi, how you doing this, this evening, Mr. Dyke? How are you? Like, mm-hmm. You know, that's a different type of emotion. Like, right. oh, how you doing, Mr. Polk? Hey, got your reservation. You're going to be sitting right over here. Right. You know, um. That's just one piece of the sentiment, but to go from here to here and be like, what was that you were saying again? Mm. Can you see us? Mm. Eh, yeah, you see us. Try to be humble. You know, I, I really don't like to, you know, flex a whole lot, but this was one of those songs where it was like, hey, man, like I'm doing a lot better than I've ever been doing. Right. You know, um. We ain't rich off music, but it, it we definitely ain't doing it for free no more. Right. So right. that's pretty much what this song was about. You right. know, just just stand down, you know, like stick with it. Right. You know. You'll get there. When they see the nigga, can you see us, nigga? Yeah. They say a hustler had an ambition. Jesus wish. Prepare to wish in the proper treatment when they see the nigga. Can you see us, nigga? Mm. <laughs> Love yeah, you see us, nigga. Stay down till you come on, folk. That's out of the game. <laughs> nigga dreams and exquisite frames. Prolific positions. Vantage on running things. Hunger pains and brighter strains. Destiny's away from our Williams Way. In the villa with nosy neighbors and broken gates. When all we had was tree and fate. Red lights and Romans 828. Surviving off Jaime plates and Regina dates. And our stakes filleted while the owners wait. No cap and high rods. Wave, take a bow like this ball game. Birds eye views of the views in large gangs. Deeper oceans, blues bolder. 20 floors up, late nights, early mornings, blowing folders. Just thinking high end, catching flight for us over. No fedora, eloaded the bases. I swung for the gates and hit two worlds over. Better days and elevated moments. Fist raised, no condolence. Carpe D on my seat until I sow it on my note until the globe know us. Just a flow and a hustler's ambition. She's into wish. So how will you know that how will you know when the hard work has um met success? That's a hard question to answer because of my outlook on success. Um when will the hard work when will you know that the hard work meant success? I I mean when that bag change, mm. like that's obviously the the mark of the difference. Um, because if you put some of your favorite indie artists in a room with some of your favorite, you know, mainstream artists, depending on the situation, you you don't know who stands out. Mm. But I personally think that's what changes it. Um, from yeah. a I guess you could say from a from a philosophical standpoint, you have JV games, you have varsity games, you have NCAA, you have the NBA. It's the same game that's played in all these gyms. Mm. But in these lower gyms, you know, the attendance isn't as high and the facilities might not be as nice. The uniforms might not be as nice. 
as this level or this level or this level. However, you can still see the potential in that 10th grader. You can still look at him and say, hey, when he finally gets his opportunity, he's going to be a problem. That is what, you know, kind of carries it for me. Like, it's all the same. Right. It's all the same. I personally feel like I already made it. You got right. people that know your lyrics. You got people that know your songs. People that pay to come to your concerts. People that download your music. People that pay for your music. You know, um, people that edify you and your craft to other people. Like, I've made it. Right. Like, as far as that is concerned. But to have the the matching set of <laughs> finances, that would be right. dope. Right. So I think that's the change for me. You know, speaking of that, man, I, I just I can't agree anymore. When people tell you that, listen, I'm a fan of yours, it does something to all the worries that you've had. Like, man, are people seeing me? Are people paying attention? Yeah. Are people seeing me? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when people think that you as a, not necessarily you, but just you as the individual who's embarked on this journey they don't see the fact that, listen, there's a possibility that you can say some dope stuff like the people we look up to. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Precisely. Being able to fit in a vein where the same reaction that you give a Nas or a Jay-Z or right. a Kendrick Lamar or a right. J. Cole to know that this this person that you know, that you've been knowing, this Trey Rogers, he has the same type of capabilities. mm so for you to edify and then to let us in on that like insight, it's like, man, I can do it. Like yeah. it's it's just like hustler's confirmation. That's all it is. You know, I'm just I've never been a concert person and and then when COVID struck, it really gives you an excuse not to get out. Yeah. But for me. Yeah. But I tell you, listen, from now on, I know I paid a monthly iTunes subscription, but from now on, I'm going to go back and buy everything. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I just feel like you are like, so I, I talked to a guy last week's episode who was a professional ball player. And I think that you're just one, one, one ear away. I mean, you spit some, some, some serious lyrics, man. Appreciate that. And that diamond chandelier is when you say <laughs> born rivals, Jets, Giants. Jets, Giants. <laughs> Four I had words. to pause that. I had to pause it and rewind it and said, oh, no, nah, this guy's on another level. Yeah. Once again, if you take sports and look at it for what it is, it's emotion and definition and everything. Um, down in Texas, you know, mm. sparring with Titans, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Bullies on the block. We sparring with Vikings. Mm. Big feasting. Bears, Bears. Lions. lions yeah. You know, like these, those are animals with big appetites, you mm. know, so... If you take it and use it for what it's for and everything that you say, it just ties back in. And that mm. makes your punchline harder. Like, mm. wow. Like, how do you even tie that together? Mm. So, yeah, man, studying, 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 studying. That's that's pretty much that. If you're not listening to your camp's music, who are you listening to? MC outside of R&B. You said R&B earlier, but who are you? MC, who, MC's, MC-wise, who are you uh, listening to? Are you okay. feeling the new guys? It's it, it's it's strange. Uh, Lil Baby is probably my new favorite artist. Right. Um, Benny the Butcher. Mm. Uh, that whole camp, that whole Griselda camp. Mm. Um, I'm rocking with them cats. Uh, I got a homeboy named um, 
a homeboy named Willow out of Dallas. It's crazy. Um, man, man, you got Autumn. Uh, well, she's R and B, but I mean, C A to Dawn. You, it's it's quite a few people that that we rocking with like that. Buddy Road, it's my dog. Um, his girl Brianna McCall just put out something, man. That's that's pretty crazy. Uh, the Naked EP. That's 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 wild. So. I kind of tap in with other indie artists mm. um, as far as, like, rap is concerned because I need to be able to listen to some stuff that shows me, like, hey, we all going in the right direction. It's not just you. Um, there's a band of y'all. John fucking Doe is another cat that uh, that that I be rocking with as well. Um, so with that being said, uh, just a lot of indie, a lot of indie artists. Right. Um, to be absolutely honest, I try to step out of the realm of hip hop and rap mm-hmm. when I'm not listening to uh one of those people that I just named, or you know, I still go through the gauntlet of getting on YouTube and listening to beats, and I still do that, you know, just for the sake of practice, you know, and having your craft intact. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else, man. Like, I just don't want. I want to make sure I'm not forgetting nobody. Man, um, they'll charge it to the. They'll charge it to the. Yeah, charge it to my head, man. Not yeah, my heart, man. man. Y'all, y'all know I'm rocking with y'all. <laughs> Fam, today is um, February the eighth, um, twenty twenty one. We have three hundred and twenty six days left in the year. What do you hope to attain in three hundred and twenty six days? In three hundred and twenty six days, just like as I remember answering this question last time, mm. um, I want to be better tomorrow than I was today. And that's very vague, but at the same time, like, I want to look up this time next year and have a different type of acclaim as far as my music is concerned. I want to look up and, you know, have a little more of a buzz, you know, just just not, hey, man, just be further along in this journey. You know, right. we got a couple of things coming out. Right. We got G14 Volume 2, 24 Hours in Westlaco. Um and in the last one, I'm not I'm not gonna get that away. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get that away. But yeah. we we got yeah. a lot of work coming right. right now. And by the time we get to the end of the year, we we literally gonna be looking at a four project season. So just have people look at my body of work and be like, "Hey, no, that's reminiscent of a Section 80 or mm. a Friday Night Lights." You know, mm. I want that project. Out of this year, that that's what I want for people to be like, hey, like he got something. He he's gonna going to be he's gonna be one of the ones, right? So as long as people can say that, I'll be cool. Listen, man. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Uh, I'm gonna do some dabbling in acting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> do some dabbling in acting. Um, gonna be doing some production. Um, just in the meantime, just trying to really honestly reach out and use, you know, the little platform that I have to, you know, help people exalt theirs, you know, just basically whatever I can do to help the people around me. I think that's more so what's next for me. Um, having music in the can, like the way we do is, it's no heavy lifting involved. So I can offer myself in different avenues and different spots. Like, so yeah, that's where I'm kind of at with. Listen, man, I hope that I hope that um and it's not another ninety nine episodes before we link back up. No. Nah. I think it needs to be a yearly thing. Yearly? 
Yeah. Well, ever so often. Not yearly. Yearly. Yearly's kinda like whenever it's organic. We'll do it like this. I'll come every time I drop a project. From now on. Because that yeah. was the plan anyway. We were supposed to do that okay. anyway. Okay. I like mm, that. So we'll we'll like do that. it like that. Okay, I get some time to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pick you get time up. to yeah. listen, you listen know. Listen to it. Find my cuts in there. Yeah, whatever you want. No doubt. <laughs> listen, man, um, 99 episodes ago, I gave you a What's Next Pocket. Well, I gave you a SVI t-shirt, yep. right? I actually got it on right now. An exclusive no SVI t-shirt. 99 episodes later, I'm going to give you a, um exclusive What's Next Podcast t-shirt that I started giving in 2020. Watch me wear it tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> I just appreciate you, man, for um, for giving me time, man, to... Uh, I appreciate all the work that, you, that you've done. I appreciate you... Um, giving light to indie artists thank you thank i appreciate you. you i appreciate the mirror that you've that you've given me to be able to see that you know it's not too late not at all it's not too late um wow man i just i'm just proud of you i love your music and from now on it's no more streaming it it's buying it because i support your cause and thank you thank you um i would be remiss to not edify you you know back because these moments are what show us that we're doing the right thing. Like, right. Hey man, like right. this man wouldn't want you on his podcast if you weren't doing something for the culture. Right. You know, oh, yeah. like oh, yes, yeah. just y'all being cool is one thing, but right. You know, right. you gotta be doing your part in this culture for people to want to extend that platform to you. Right. So I thank you. Um, as always, man, like I got all of our conversations are always fuel. Right. You know, at every given time. So thank you. Fam. Um, I want to say happy birthday. Um, to my sister-in-law. Okay. Um, Estria Farmer. Her birthday is on the 10th, 11th. I want to say happy birthday to my godmother, Jacqueline Anderson Hill. Her birthday is on the 10th. Okay. Um, I'll be back on the podcast before my nephew and my mother-in-law have their birthdays. Okay. But, um, man, shout out to you. Congratulations on the success so far. Love is always. I just man. bought the project. I'm going to go back and buy the others, man. Um, Houston, Texas. This is my man, Trey Rogers. Dope MC out of the city of Houston, Texas. New project out. Vaulted Ceilings is out. G14 is out. Marathon the Singles out. Houston, I do what I do for myself to prove that I could do it for others. Peace and blessings. <laughs> That's dope. Yo,